tuning in this is episode number 170 i want to thank you for taking the time to join me on this episode i pray that it's a blessing so today we are continuing in our reading uh, from my book understanding biblical end times i started the previous episode out to just kind of lay some groundwork uh, kind of an introduction to to the book and to the idea and concept behind it. And so we're just going to uh, jump right into it. Um, I do want to apologize in advance for uh, maybe perhaps some mispronunciations to you, uh, you know, Bible scholars and theologians if you're out there listening. Um, so, uh, but just moving on. Understanding Biblical End Times. Uh, it's written by Danny Pate. Uh, read by Danny Pate. Introduction The word eschatology comes from the Greek word eschatos, which means last or final. When you stick the suffix lology on the end of a word, it means the study of. Put this all together and the word eschatology means the study of the last things, or final days. Now, why is studying the end times important? Now, this is an important question because how you answer it will reveal your value system for our assignment on the earth and the kingdom of God. Many people are either very interested in this topic or avoid this topic at all costs for a host of different reasons, ranging from understanding, boredom, or fear. When I mention the subject of the final days, we naturally will think of the book of Revelation. We have somewhat misidentified this book. Rather than being the revelation of Jesus Christ, we have, without realizing it, called it the revelation of Armageddon. The book of Revelation is not the only book that addresses the end of things. I will attempt to glean from scriptures scattered throughout the Gospels and Epistles to see a fuller picture of what we can learn from this subject. So, back to my original question. Why is studying the end times important? How you view the end of things will affect how you live in the present. This is a fundamental answer to realize because the lens by which we see will cast an unrealized filter through how we perceive and interact with the world we currently live in. Many of us live right now in ways guided by preconceived notions and perspectives that will dictate decisions we constantly make in everything we do. From putting on certain clothes in our closets to driving our cars, preconceived notions and views 
drive much of how we behave and make decisions. How you view the end of things will affect how you live in the world around you presently. Here is an example. Suppose you believe the earth is to ultimately be destroyed. Why would you care about caring for the planet and its resources or the multi-generational consequences of humanity's ecological footprint? Another example, if you believe you get raptured before a tribulation, why would it matter for you to get involved in cultural and societal transformation? Why try to be a part of promoting change if we just leave anyway? Suppose you think Jesus' second coming happens after the tribulation. In that case, you might live in a way that embraces persecution rather than pushing it away because that environment means the return of the Lord is closer still. Perhaps in these examples you can see that how you view end times matters. That view develops a lens by which we view the world, other people, and how we engage in society and culture. I remember years ago rationalizing that college really didn't matter because Jesus was coming back any time. That became part of my rationale for dropping out. I remember going into debt and thinking I would just get raptured out of it soon anyway. Nearly 20 years later, if I continued that thinking, I could be in uncontrolled debt with no college education. My end times perspective fed those decisions. This rationale is not unique to just my experience. Although many good things were birthed from the Jesus movement in the late 1960s to 1970s, many touched by this movement bypassed college thinking that Jesus was coming, so why bother? Now, this is not an advertisement for attending college. Instead, it is an example of how your perspective about the end times will influence how you live and interact in the world you currently inhabit. Suppose you have the mindset that for generations we will be here on earth. How will that begin to shift how we interact with environmental, political, cultural, societal, and scriptural challenges? How will transformed thinking impact how we in each engage in our calling. For many, a calling only involves preaching, but without nurses, doctors, athletes, entertainers, food service, mechanics, politicians, government leaders, law enforcement, and many others, what impact would this have on our society? If the Lord calls everyone to be pastors preaching in a church, 
How do we have cars to drive, gas to fill them, and even Bibles to read out of, to name but a few? We must change the way we think regarding the kingdom of God. This transformed thinking will create in each of us a more effective personal and corporate ministry. This thinking throughout our lives will improve our full-spectrum worship of God while expanding God's kingdom. Now you may ask, what is full-spectrum worship? Imagine for a moment that all you can see in the world are trees. As you look around, as you do now, all that your eyes can behold are trees. You see nothing else. When you encounter God in worship, you thank Him and express your worship of Him for the incredible trees that He has made. Now, that is one facet of how you can worship Him. Now, expand your vision and imagine you can see trees, flowers, birds, and other humans. Suddenly, when you encounter God in worship, you can do so with a much fuller spectrum of adoration because you can see much more of what He has accomplished. We can worship God more expansively and appreciate the growth of His kingdom. In the words of N.T. Wright, a scholar and theologian, quote, We work for God's kingdom. We don't work to build God's kingdom. Only He can do that. End quote. I believe it is crucial to begin with what Jesus said about this matter of end times. If we start anywhere else, we run the risk of ending wrong by beginning wrong. I ask for that for this teaching you attempt to detach yourself from what you are sure that you know and step up to this arena, a blank slate, to see what Scripture speaks for itself and not what you have been taught. This is the end of introduction up to page 12. We will continue a further reading in the next episode. Uh, thanks for taking the time with me on this. Uh, due to the nature of this book, uh, not in chapters, uh, we will just read sections of pages and uh, do, do so in sections. So thank you for taking the time to join me. Uh, we will see you in the next episode. God bless. If it means that I'm close to you, I would trade a million lifetimes for a moment here we